This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com.
You're listening to From the Top, where outstanding young musicians come to play. I'm your host, Peter Dugan. Edison Chen, that's the name of the excellent 13-year-old pianist you just heard. Edison kicked off our show performing the first movement of Haydn's Sonata in A-flat major. But today, what he performed may not be as important as where he performed it. He performed that Haydn as a quarter-finalist in the 2023 Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition and Festival in Dallas, Texas. You probably know the Clyburn name not only for the late pianist Van Clyburn, but also for the mega-famous Clyburn competition for early career pianists in their 20s and early 30s that happens every four years. Well, that same organization holds a competition for younger players who are between the ages of 13 and 17 years old, a junior version. And the junior version also attracts incredible players from all over the world. So we went down to Dallas in time for the quarterfinals, and throughout the show today, we're going to meet the young players who've advanced that far. Your job, oh loyal, fabulous, and good-looking listener, is to try to guess which of the quarterfinalist kids we meet today will go on to make it into the competition's final rounds. And who wins the whole shebang? We'll tackle that next week. But again, today, we're doing the quarterfinals, and the performers are all fantastic. So let's get to know the quarterfinalist Edison Chen, who opened the show. He's from Overland Park, Kansas. Well, Edison, I want to congratulate you on getting to the quarterfinals. I so enjoyed your performances in this competition. That's one of my favorite Haydn sonatas. Um, What do you try to bring to that piece when you play it? Well, first of all, um, I want the quality of sort of um, being ahead of the beat, but not rushing at the same time. So, Mm. for example, in the middle passages, that, that place is really easy to rush because it's exciting and all that. But at the same time, I need to be mindful. Yes, um, I shouldn't rush, but I shouldn't make it boring either. So, you know, it's always this delicate balance. I've practiced a lot of times. And when mm-hmm. I go on stage, I don't uh, think about the tempo as much because I know I've played with the metronome, done all of these recordings. I haven't rushed. So why why am I going to rush on stage, right? So I right. kind of put that aside and I just focus on what I need to play, not on not rushing. Right. So instead of thinking like, don't do this or don't rush, it's focus on what you are going to do. Yes, yes. Now, um, you've been generating a lot of fans here at uh, the Clyburn, but you also have an existing fan base back home. Uh, Is it true that in your house you perform regularly for a very special, very loyal and very furry audience yes (laughs) (laughs) um one of them is a panda another one of them is like a polar bear another is a teddy bear and another one is like okay you're holding your hands up and it seems like this is maybe a three inch stuffed animal that you're describing yes (laughs) so you set up stuffed animals to give concerts and tell me about the value and why you why you actually do that well i mean there's like three people in our house, so it's always good to have more. Um, and they don't take up much space, and hmm. it's really cost-effective. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And the more people or creatures that you're performing for, right, the the, the more experience you get with yeah. playing under pressure. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about how your experience has been here at the Clyburn. From what I understand... It's a real sort of camp kind of environment. Is that what you've been feeling? Sure. I mean, Clyburn is competition, but it's also a festival, right? I like how the Clyburn organizes all this, and I look forward to um, returning if possible. Um, Nice. You know, Clyburn is really this sort of family, I guess. Um, it's, Mm -hmm. It's not just... Okay, so you play this, this, and this, and this, and then if you pass, you play this, this, and this, and then if you pass, you do this, this, and this, and if you get into the final, you get this, this, and this, and bye-bye, we're <laughs> never going to see you again. No, it's, it's, it's much more than that. That's great. Yeah. 
do you see yourself being a, a pianist when you look at yourself in the future? That's, of course, possible. Anything's possible. I could, you know, be a concertizing pianist or I may not be a concertizing pianist. It's just uh, life is life and, you know, I'll get older and I'll decide what I'm going to do, right? Like, it's... There you go. <laughs> um, Edison, thank you so much. Thanks thank for you. chatting with me and congratulations on on the beautiful performing and, and making it to the quarterfinals. It's just great. Thank you. Thank you. Edison Chen, 13 years old from Overland Park, Kansas, and a quarterfinalist in this year's Clyburn International Junior Competition and Festival. Let's go right on and meet another quarterfinalist, 14-year-old Zahan Jin from Hangzhou, China, who currently studies in Shanghai. Zahan, so much of what goes into a competition like this is the preparation. So I'm wondering, um, is there something that your teacher taught you maybe about a piece that you're playing on the competition, some wisdom that you hold very close to you? Well, she's a great teacher. And actually, as a person, she's pretty humorous. When it comes to teaching, though, she's very serious about her work and guides me carefully as I dig into the details and nuances in the music. She's told me that when you're on stage, it is you who's guiding the music and not the music who's figuring out the direction for you. I think you'll find Zahan's performance now of Frédéric Chopin's Bersus thoroughly self-possessed and beautiful.
Zahan Jin from Hangzhou, China, performed the Bursus of Frederick Chopin in the quarterfinal round of the 2023 Clyburn Junior Competition. Peter Dugan here, and today from the top is covering the competition and meeting pianists who've made it to the quarterfinal round. If you want to play along with us, you can keep track and try to figure out which of the pianists we're meeting advance to the final rounds of the competition, and which do not. We'll let you know at the end of the show. And next week, we'll go on to cover the competition's prize winners. But just getting to the competition in Dallas is a major, major achievement. I sat down with the Clyburn's president and CEO, Jacques Marquis, to discuss how it all works. Jacques, welcome. Welcome back to From the Top. It's so good to see you again. Thank you, Peter. It's so nice to be here. And congratulations on another fantastic year here at the Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition and Festival. Could you talk about the mechanics of the junior competition, the various rounds, and then yep. ultimately how we finally arrive at a winner? We um, First, we opened applications, and we got this year 248 applications wow. from 44 countries. And wow. uh, from 248, we invited 24 to come, wow. plus 14 festival participants. The 24 will play a first round, the prelims, 20 minutes, mm -hmm. a limited time, 20 minutes for the first round. We cut at 12 for the second round, 30 minutes. Yep. The 12 goes to six to go to the third round. And the third round is uh, 40 minutes. That's beginning to be a lot of programming. Then We're 40 up to minutes, 90 minutes now yeah, yeah. Of, of, of repertoire. Yeah, 40 minutes of a recital, plus they have to play a movement of their concerto that they want to prepare for the final round. Yeah. And uh, it's been pretty impressive, but you mentioned Clyburn Junior Competition and Festival. The festival is really important. It's the part that we believe it's a learning experience. So the festival artists are not competing, but they're performing, they're learning, they're playing in master classes. Exactly. And all the others, when they're not passing, this is the part that they go to the festival events, the master classes, the workshops, the seminars, mm -hmm. the artist uh, conversation. Yeah, it's a real camp-like atmosphere. I mean, they all live together in a dorm. Yeah, we call it the junior competition, but at the end we call it, we call it the collaborate camp. <laughs> Clyburn Camp. <laughs> Clyburn Camp. Um, what, what are the priorities for you when you think about the overall competition and festival for the juniors here? Like, what would define success for you for this experience? My goal is that the, the 24, actually 23 competitors plus the 14 will leave after two weeks and said, first, that was fun. I learned a lot. And I met friends that can be friends for life after that. Yeah, that's great. Jacques, thank you so much. Thanks for spending time to chat with me today and for everything you're doing here at the Clyburn. Um, we, we so admire your work. Thank you so much. Thank you for the time. Support for NPR comes from this station and from the Massachusetts Cultural Council, a state agency connecting young people with the arts in schools and in their communities. Learn more at massculturalcouncil.org. From Jarl and Pamela Mohn, focusing on civil liberties, foster youth, public radio, and the arts. And from Imaginable Futures, celebrating the hard work, commitment, and achievements of the one in five college students who are parents. More at imaginablefutures.com. Pianist Peter Dugan here, and we were especially proud to spend time with the next quarterfinalist you're going to meet at the Clyburn Junior Piano Competition, because she's a From the Top alum. Alyssa Gabrilovich from Villanova, Pennsylvania, is now 17 years old, and she first appeared on From the Top back in 2020. For her Clyburn quarterfinal performance, she included a piece by an early 20th century Russian-born composer who shares her last name. So this is Alyssa Gabrilovich performing Melody in E Minor by Osip Gabrilovich. We'll learn about that connection in a moment. But first, music.
17-year-old pianist Alyssa Gabrilovich from Pennsylvania performing Melody in E minor by Osip Gabrilovich. She plays that piece so organically, so sensitively, that even if she didn't share the composer's last name, you might wonder if she's related to him. Here's what she had to say about that. The weird thing is I've never actually, I didn't hear about him till before, but someone introduced me to this piece, and that's when we found the relation. It's very, like, distant. It's not like he's, like, my grandpa or great-grandpa. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but he's, like, related with some type of line, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. You've been on our show before recording in a studio setting. Does it feel different for you being on stage at a competition? Like, how do you handle the pressure? Have you done a competition at this level before? I have competed in international competitions before, and I think every time I get more comfortable, and I'm still nervous, like before, and everyone's nervous, before every performance, it's always like, oh my God, how am I going to play? Sometimes before in the backstage, I'm like, am I going to even play the first note? Like, I don't, even, I don't even remember. Like, I forget it in the moment. It is scary. It's a lot of pressure, but when you go there, you just have to, you just do it. And then I kind of forget I'm on stage after some time because, like, if you really think about it, 30 minutes. It's 30 minutes of playing. You just forget you're there and you just keep playing and you're really in the moment. And when you're done, it's like, wait, this ended? Like, when did this end? (laughs) Yeah. So it's fun. It's being in the zone. Yeah, in the zone, in the zone. (laughs) When I was looking at the list of competitors at this year's Clyburn Jr., it was kind of shocking that there were no pianists from Russia. Mm -hmm. But in a way... You kind of checked that box, right? <laughs> I, I guess. My parents are both from the Soviet Union. My dad's actually from Bela, Russia, and my mm-hmm. mom's from Russia, but it's the Soviet Union. And so they moved here. Um, they, they met in America, but they both moved here in their like 20s and 30s. And um, I was born here, but I understand Russian, especially since like my grandma doesn't speak English, so we have to speak Russian with her. And and we're really close to the culture, we like with the food and the traditions. We, our New Year's is like Christmas. So when everyone is like, oh my God, I can't wait for Christmas, I look for New Year's. We get presents on New Year's and we always have this big dinner that like, I guess like every Russian has with like the same food. And it's, it's my favorite. Like I just really look forward to it because it's, it's fun. Nice. Yeah, those traditions are so important. Something to look forward to when you're in the practice room, slogging through, learning your notes. Mm-hmm. If I were to walk into your practice room in the midst of like a particularly long day of practice, um, what would I see? Anything weird or unusual? Hmm. I can't stay focused for a long time. So I'll play for a little bit and then I just get up and listen to random music and start dancing in the practice room. Sometimes I'll fall, <laughs> I'll fall asleep on the piano. I can't lie. We all do it. And then, yes. <laughs> and, then, um, and then sometimes I'll just play random notes. Like when I get like distracted, I'll just play random things. I don't know why. But definitely not just sitting at the piano the whole time. Like I can't do that. So I get up a lot and just do random things. And yeah. You know, it's actually good for you to get up. Like, yeah. And change, you know, change things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's something to be proud of. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hey, thank you so much again for spending time with us. It's great to have you back on the program, and congrats on the great performances and all the success here. Thank you for having me. We have to take a break now, but don't go away. We've got more quarterfinalists to meet, including a teenager from China who teaches me a bit about meditation, a 15-year-old who performs a Beethoven sonata brilliantly, and, of course, we'll reveal which of the kids you're hearing today advance to the final rounds. Do you want to get a behind-the-scenes look at the making of From the Top? This season, From the Top is recording in studios around the country. We'll be visiting New York, Boston, Austin, Minneapolis, Los Angeles, and Philadelphia. And we're giving some lucky folks guest passes to watch our recording sessions in action. Visit fromthetop.org slash beourguest to sign up and learn more. Support for NPR comes from this station. And from the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism, offering visitors information about the arts, culture, and history of Boston. The journey begins at visitma.com. From BritBox, streaming new and familiar British comedies starring Greg Davies, David Tennant, Ricky Gervais, Chris O'Dowd, and others. Available at britbox.com NPR. And from the Public Welfare Foundation, committed to advancing transformative youth and criminal justice reforms.
You're listening to From the Top, where outstanding young musicians come to play. I'm your host, pianist Peter Dugan. Thanks to both Susan and Gerald Slavitt for their long-term support of the From the Top organization and my role here. And if you're just joining me, today's special From the Top comes from the 2023 Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition and Festival. All show long, we've been meeting young pianists who've advanced to the quarterfinal round here. Next up, quarterfinalist Zheng Huawei, who's 14 years old and from Guangzhou, China. We'll hear him perform the first movement of Mozart's Sonata in C minor, K457. Thank you. 
The first movement of Mozart's Piano Sonata in C minor, K457, performed by 14-year-old Zheng Hua Wei. As I chatted with Zheng Hua after hearing him play his quarterfinal round, it was clear how close he was with his teacher, a pianist named Jay Sun. Now, Jay Sun had accompanied him to the competition in Dallas, and while the teacher Jay lives and teaches Zheng Hua in China, Jay actually grew up in Texas. So we invited Jay into the interview recording session, and you'll hear him translating for Zheng Hua when necessary. Early on during that talk, I asked Zheng Hua about something in his bio that intrigued me. Zheng Hua, I've read that meditation is important to you. I'm wondering, how do you meditate? When, when do you do that? And what does it bring you in your life, this, this practice? Oh, I think it's a very important and I love it because it can help me to um, He can completely focus on what he wants to focus on at that moment. Mm. Can you describe the practice for me a little bit? I just sit down and close my eyes and uh, maybe it, it can be a long time, but it depends on what I need to keep my brain so tranquil. It starts with um, kind of focus on the breath, and then slowly he checks in with different parts of his body to see what's going on, what, what, his, what his state is. And as he's doing this, he slowly empties the mind of, of thoughts. And once he reaches a, a state of kind of tran tranquility, then he starts to go through the music in his head. Wow. Um, I really want to try that now at my next <laughs> practice session. I think it'll take me a long time to get to, to that point uh, that you're describing. But feels so good. So good, yeah, like you said, so good. Like such a good way to be in touch with your body. You're, you obviously have a great relationship with your teacher. Uh, he's, he's sitting next to you right now. Is there anything you, you would want to share with me about what you appreciate about, about your teacher? Something powerful that, that he's taught you that you'd like to share? A lot of things. <laughs> uh... <laughs> And I think he's so, so, so handsome. Handsome. So Did you handsome. say so handsome? No, no, no. <laughs> say what you think. Say what you think. <laughs> um. Yeah. Of Of course. I I love to share my music with him. To uh, have lessons and love to play, play with him, and. Mm -hmm. Actually, we are good friends, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. We are good friends. <laughs> that's the best. I feel it. I've, I, I can see that between the two of you. And that's really special, you know. Um, you're, you're, you're very lucky to have a teacher like that. And, of course, he's lucky to have a student like you. So it's just, it's just great to see. That was 14-year-old Zheng Hua Wei and his teacher Jay Sun after the quarterfinal round of the Clyburn International Piano Competition and Festival in Dallas, Texas. I'm Peter Dugan, and given today's competition-themed show, you're invited, if you like, to get in the juror's chair and try to figure out which of the quarterfinalists you're hearing today will advance to the competition's final round. I'll let you know if your predictions are right after we hear from our next quarterfinalist, who also hails from China, from the capital city of Beijing. He's 16, and his name is Tian Kun Ma. And like literally all of the pianists at the Clyburn Junior, he stunned me with his level of preparation and polish. I asked him to share the secret of his practice regimen. I I think practicing, well, I think, I know a lot of people say that practicing is a very tedious thing to do, but I think, well, of course there are moments that are tedious, like when you're working on technique, especially on finger movements, but for me I focus more on the music, the sound in my practice. I usually like to practice in spaces that have a quiet and peaceful atmosphere, often, um, I would put down the music stand, open up the lid, and play as if I'm on the stage of the Clyburn or maybe even a bigger stage. 
a lot of the time, I like to imagine myself being in those environments when I practice so that I can... Well, for example, I wasn't actually that nervous coming to the Clyburn, but instead I was really looking forward to it because I've imagined myself there so many times. I just felt very excited. Yeah, I gotta say, there weren't a lot of noticeable nerves on display from Tiang Kun at the Clyburn. Like, none. Check out his performance now of the Takata by Pierre Sankan. Crazy good, nuts, off the charts, 16-year-old Tian Kun Ma from Beijing, slaying Sankan's Takata. So which of the kids you've met today from the Clyburn Junior Competition do you think advanced to the finals? And who did not? Just to remind you, we heard, in this order, 13-year-old Edison Chen playing Haydn... Fourteen-year-old Zihan Jin playing Chopin. Seventeen-year-old Alyssa Gabrilovich performing Osip Gabrilovich. Fourteen-year-old Zheng Huawei performing Mozart. And just now, sixteen-year-old Tian Kun Ma performing Sankang. And of those fantastic five, sorry, need a drumroll. Okay, of those fantastic five, who continued on to the semifinals? <laughs> Zheng Huawei and Zahan Jin. So, how did you do? Agree with the jury? Partially agree? Disagree? 
it is fun to try to predict, but I mean, the truth is that all of the pianists at the Clyburn Junior Competition and Festival were superb and, man, so impeccably prepared. On our next show, we'll check out the semifinal and final rounds of the competition, and we'll find out, of course, who earned first prize. But I want to end the show today by introducing you to another quarterfinalist who did not advance just to drive home how great everyone who played there was. And she and I discussed how it feels and what it means not to advance. Her name is Iran Zhou. She's 15 and from Shanghai. Iran, you're here so far from your home in Shanghai. If you could magically transport one person to be in the audience so that they could hear you, who would that person be? My teacher. <laughs> your teacher. Tell me about your teacher. Um, my teacher... She's my idol. Your idol. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she never. She will never t- tell you just like you must do this or you must play like this or. Um, so she's not. You're saying she's not like that. She, yeah, she's not like she, that. She always let us to imagine and to try different, different, just like songs or different um, story. Mm. And then oh, she leaves it up to you to decide what kind of interpretation yes. you'd like. Yes. Yeah. Would you describe her as um, sort of very kind or very, very tough? Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it's kind. But she's it's never the balance. Yes, she's never, never yelling at, at us. Is there some something that she taught you about the music that you brought here to Clyburn? That um, just enjoy. That you remember, enjoy. Yes, mm. and confident. Just, just when you are on the yeah. you are on the stage, just imagine you are the best. You are the best. You are the best. Bring yes. that confidence, and you did, and you did. Iran, I, I've heard that now. You've become a real fan of opera. Is that right? Yes, I love opera. Is there a way in which opera informs or inspires? how you approach the piano Mm, just like um because there's many times we are not a pianist we are conductor just we Mm. we just imagine the piano like sounds many sounds maybe it's like violin maybe it's cello and just imagine we're a conductor so i watch opera and i like symphony right and then you can bring out all of those different Yes. instruments and textures in your in your playing yes yeah let's talk about some things outside of music so when you're not practicing the piano what what do you like to do are there is there something that you that you love to do almost as much as as play the piano is there anything else that brings you that kind of joy sleep sleep <laughs> that's a great teenager answer right there that's true <laughs> that's the truth um and i love meeting new friends maybe and just um go shopping <laughs> go shopping yeah <laughs> well you advanced to the quarterfinals which you know is a great accomplishment yes um and i i know it, it didn't work out to to go beyond that um which between you and me, I was so disappointed. I was so upset. I wanted to. I wanted to hear more from you, but um, I'm just wondering if you could talk a little bit about how you're feeling about it. Uh, first, uh, it's upset at that moment. A little bit sad, but after several hours, I think it's still have a long way to go. It's just a competition, and competition. The most important thing in the competition is not the result. It's how much I I just improve and what I gain from this competition and mm-hmm. how much experience I have gained this competition. Yeah, and just keep learning. I'm just fifteen. That's right, and you've already accomplished so much at fifteen. You should be so proud and um, congratulations. Thank you so much. We'll go out now listening to Iran perform the first movement of Beethoven's Piano Sonata Opus 7 in E-flat major.
Thanks to all the great pianists we met today at the Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition and Festival, and thank you for listening. I'm Peter Dugan. Please join me next week, and we'll take it from the top. From the top, thanks the staff and leadership of the Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition and Festival, especially Jacques Marquis, Sandra Doan, Maggie Estes, Jeffrey Ryder, and Garrett Owen. Thanks to Yu Cal, Kumi Wright, Stephen Sway, and Frederick Beresford Banker for translation help, and to Scott Probst for engineering the music performances on today's program. From the Top is produced by Megan Swan and Tim Banker, with editing and mastering by Rodrigo Cuenca. Our production manager is Amanda Roth. From the Top's executive director is Gretchen Nielsen. From the Top is an independent nonprofit organization based in Boston. If you'd like to appear on our program, apply online at fromthetop.org. From the Top is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov.
Support for NPR comes from this station and from the Jack Kent Cook Foundation, providing scholarships to high-achieving students with financial need. jkcf.org. From Dignity Memorial, helping families plan life celebrations now so their loved ones are protected later, because nobody should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. Learn more at DignityMemorial.com. And from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation at rwjf.org. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You know, while From the Top is distributed by NPR, it isn't owned by NPR. It's an independent nonprofit, and so we have to do our own fundraising to make it happen. Please consider making a donation to our ongoing entertainment and education programs at fromthetop.org. Drake and Kendrick Lamar have been lobbing some serious accusations at each other. You've probably heard the diss tracks and wondered, what's just a low blow and what's actually criminal? I'm Brittany Luce, host of It's Been a Minute from NPR, and I'm getting into what's art and what's worthy of criminal investigation and who those accusations hurt the most on It's Been a Minute from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Osea. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Ondaria Algae Body Oil, designed to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent, a blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin, will transport you to sun-kissed summer days. Get ready for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.